hell are you this beautiful Monday morning and if you're suffering from a hangover or you've a groggy mind from the weekend you've come to the wrong fucking place my friend unless you promise not to do it again next weekend in which case you can come in but I can't wait to get cracking on a new chapter this week and I hope to inspire you to feel similarly collectively we've so much opportunity ahead of us this week so let's start reaching out there and grabbing it now that's what I say to my kids every day reach out and grab all the opportunity that comes your way today because there will be lots of it. But if you're listening to this and you're suffering from the weekend, your eyes won't even see it, my friends. So it's over to you. It's your choice. Okay, that's the rant over. I want to see how much help um, I can give to all the entrepreneurs who are listening to the Speed Mentor podcast today as I know that there are plenty of you out there. Now, this daily message isn't just about the entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs. It's it's all for those who are employed in a business but are really passionate about trying to make a difference to themselves, their colleagues and their employers. But sometimes, even as, a, as entrepreneurs, we can get trapped in a workplace that just isn't right for us. Maybe we were sold a false promise on the way in or the culture just isn't right or the business has gone off on a tangent um, that isn't what we were expecting. Or maybe we're now in a relationship, for instance, and we travel a distance, and, and so uh, the working environment isn't working for us because we have this relationship at home. So whatever the reason, uh, there comes a time when we start to look around for other opportunities. But before we get cracking, and you may have heard me say this before, the grass isn't always greener on the other side, folks. So my advice to you is, no matter how tough your current employment is, Dedicate yourself to getting as much success in your current role as you possibly can. Look, give it your best shot, folks. Now, when I decided to leave the civil service when I was a solicitor, um, oh, 20 plus years ago, I decided to give it my best shot before I left. I decided that I wouldn't leave the civil service until I got a box one performance marking, which was very, very tough to achieve because other professionals didn't like giving them, giving them to you and you were marked by your superior uh, solicitor or barrister. Now, it took me 18 months to achieve that box one marking in my performance appraisal, and then I left the very day that I achieved it. The sense of achieving something, and, and to tell you the truth, I was about to get a pay rise and a promotion if I'd stayed, but the sense of that achievement, of getting that box one that I had targeted, um, was absolutely amazing, because I had achieved that in a fairly barren landscape. So it was a great feeling and one which I took with me to more fertile ground elsewhere. So knock it out of the park wherever you are right now and don't just go chasing to another location looking for it. And what I want to do today is to give you some practical advice about how to ace that job interview when you eventually get one. Now your current employer who's possibly listened to this podcast by the way isn't going to want you to listen to it. So I promise not to make you laugh out loud too much today or to make you shout out loud or to get you to put your hand up randomly during the episode as there's lots of telltale signs that you're listening to Speed Mentor podcast and people are catching on to them more and more now. No, 
we let this wee episode just slip through a little bit more discreetly today. And sure, anyway, your boss is probably one of those weekend warrior bastards living high on the hog all weekend off the back of your hard work. <laughs> and they don't, they don't tune in to the Monday episodes anyway. So you're probably safe enough, folks. Okay, right, let's get started. Let's get down to business. Okay, number one thing that you got to do, and I'm going to rattle through about how many things? I'm going to rattle through about 10 things, I think, today that you got to do for you to level up for any job interview. Okay, number one of them is to work on yourself. It's to work on yourself. And that doesn't just mean get a good CV together, which is about the height of the advice that I hear most people giving. No, it goes much deeper than that. Let's get something straight. No employer is ever going to sort your own shit out. They can maybe be part of a jigsaw, but you got to start with yourself. The fertile ground of a good workplace will help. But if you're a weed, it doesn't matter if you're in fertile ground, you'll still be a fucking weed, my friend. Okay, think about all the lessons in the Speed Mentor podcast series from routine to mindset to gratitude to adding value to goal setting to being a producer rather than a consumer. All those things apply to employees as well as to employers. Work on those in the first instance as your starting point rather than just seeking a new job to try and cure all your ills. Now, I mentioned in an earlier episode that a mentee of mine the speed, at speed Mentor Retreat, I'd asked their employer to pay for the Speed Mentor Retreat. Even though their employer uh, didn't do so, their employer realised um, that this employee was going to invest in himself and so was therefore serious uh, about uh, developing himself. And that led on to other opportunities then within that business. So the fact that that person was prepared to invest in themselves led to other opportunities. So start with yourself, folks. Okay, number two, uh, do your research. If you're going for an interview, do your research on the business. Now, this doesn't just mean look up their annual accounts online, um, look up um, some mergers and acquisitions and stuff. No, go much deeper than that. Try and find out who the interviewer is. Check them all out in LinkedIn and other platforms. What type of things are they talking about? What type of things are they not talking about? What are they missing out Where's the white space of opportunity you can spot in the type of stuff that the employees or the managers are talking about that you can actually add to them? Research the company fully. Who are their competitors? What's their online strategy? Maybe they don't have one. Maybe you can bring that to them. Who's running the country? What's their turnover? All of that's good stuff. And, uh, um, and really flesh out what you can bring to it. Now, check out all the social channels on their website too. After all that webs, After all that research, you might find out that it's not the right place for you. So the time is well invested if you're genuinely interested about your future and not just looking to jump to the next employer because you don't enjoy your current one. No, so if you like what you see, you'll be well prepped, confident, and most importantly, you'll sell yourself harder if there's a match with what you want from your life and what they are pitching as their future as a company. Number two, prep yourself. I think that's number three. Prep yourself for the job interview. Now, the chances um, are that most employers will ask pretty similar questions. So there's no excuse for not being ready for those. Uh, uh, like, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What skills have you demonstrated in your previous employment? All those classical examples that you can find online or you can think up yourself. You'll be asked all of those. So also check what I would do is check what the job description is for the new role and see what stories that you have from your own delivery and your own previous role that you can weave into any um, interview. Uh, so get yourself ready um, 
by looking at all those. Uh, now, number four is dress to impress. Now, I know that people put less and less emphasis on that these days. But for me, uh, it's a non-negotiable. Make sure you dress to impress. First impressions matter, folks. Just because you may be interviewing for something in the tech space, for instance, I don't think you walk in there casually dressed. We all know the saying, you never get a second chance to make a first impression. You must wear a jacket at least or a smart dress or something similar. Be clean and well-groomed too. Now, number five, how's your handshake? This may sound a bit odd, but please practice this on a friend if necessary. There's nothing worse than shaking someone's hand and feeling like you've just been greeted by a piece of warm, wet lettuce. That's the end of the interview. That's the end of the opportunity, folks. Or maybe on the other end, you have the caveman or cavewoman who tries to grip you like a face. Again, that's probably the end of your opportunity. Somewhere in between um, that shows that I have zero confidence or I'm a freaking Neanderthal would work just a treat, please. So evidence that you're a good and confident applicant, and that's about it. And as Mr. Miyagi would say in The Karate Kid, always look eye, always look eye, Danielson. Maintain eye contact at all times when you're shaking the hand and throughout the period of the interview. Now, number six, number six, tell your face that you're happy to be there. Fucking smile, folks. Give it a big cheeser. Go on, you know you want to. Don't hold it back. It's a universal language. Uh, me happy to fucking see you. You happy to fucking see me. Does that make sense? Comprende? This is important stuff. If you're miserable most of the time, it will reflect in your outcomes. Be positive. Be happy. This is a great opportunity. Your blood may be pumping and your adrenaline going, but people like to employ and hire happy people. Now, number seven, meditation. Like I'm just going to put this out there a wee bit of something to think about and it may seem a bit of an odd one to put in there but I, I practiced um, meditation regularly I'm a little bit out of my stride just at the minute but because of all the practice I've done in the past I can snap back into it when needed and when the adrenaline is coursing through your veins um, it can be your greatest friend or your worst enemy get in control of that like some sports star does before they head on to the, the, the field of play can be your advantage Look, if you're a practitioner of meditation or mindfulness, you could harness the gut-wrenching in your tummy and the adrenaline that's pumping through you and you can just tune out a little bit and set yourself mentally for the best interview of your life. This is what walruses can do. At the very least, if you practice breathing deeply, you can deliver a better outcome in your interview. By the way, um, the one... Um, uh, the more often you get outside your comfort zone, the more often you push yourself to be stressed, um, the better you can handle your emotions because you have more experience of it. So really think about meditation as an opportunity or something you should get into your life so that you can deliver your best in situations like job interviews. Now, number eight, you are your own USP. You are your own unique selling point. As I said in the episode on business plans a few days ago, you are your own USP. That applies in a business plan, in an interview, or any time you actually interact with other people. Let your personality shine out. Shine on, you cry. I don't know the wrong song. But remember, it must be authentic, and you must be prepared to deliver on anything and everything that you say. That's where success starts. Be the mailman or woman and deliver. Don't start talking shite in the interview and tell them you're going to do this, that and the other and then not deliver. That's the start. Be your own USP. Tell them what you can deliver and say it earnestly. Number nine, enthusiasm for the job itself. 
Just like you want to showcase your enthusiasm, remember that the interviewer will want to see a similar level of enthusiasm for the role and for the business too. So don't ask stupid question at the end like, what's the salary? And that's your only flipping question. Really get into a string of questions about the role, about where the business is going, how they could see you adding value to their journey, all that sort of good stuff. That value add at the end of the interview could be the difference, my folks. Number 10, never, ever, no matter how much you are tempted, say anything negative about your current or previous employer. Never, ever do that. No matter how tempted you might be, it will look grim. It will look like sour grapes. Look, be diplomatic at all times. You've, you can say something like, I've outgrown the role and I'm looking for my next challenge. That's how you might phrase something um, if you don't like your current role. And I'm going to give you a wee bonus one. I'm going to give you a number 11. I didn't think I would, but I will. I'll give you a wee bonus one. And that's about social media and LinkedIn in particular. Now, many, many interviewers have already made up their minds before they even start the interview. You need to get realistic about that. So if you've a credible profile on LinkedIn and you've added value to yourself and your current employer on social and LinkedIn in particular, how much of a head start do you think you have over the competition? Seriously, it doesn't take Einstein to work this stuff out. Your social is your living, portable, breathing CV. The person who's aced that has already got one hand on the trophy before the interview even starts. So start curating your LinkedIn and your social today. Start showcasing your current role and showcasing yourself. Don't wait until you're applying for jobs to do that because it's too late. And the beauty of LinkedIn, for instance, is that if you're working it and you have good focus about where you want to be in your career, uh, what you want to uh, get on with, who you're engaging with, commenting on the posts of some of the businesses you might maybe like to work for one day, If nothing else, it will keep your current employer on their toes. This is how most of my senior management made themselves known to me before we even advertised vacancies by hitting up my posts and making themselves visible. It works, folks. Just go ahead and try it. So there you have it, Walruses. A definitive rundown of how to ace your next job interview. But as you've seen, the prep work starts today on your living, breathing CV. Your work on LinkedIn and elsewhere. I don't wait for the door to be knocked for a job interview to be advertised. I go and kick the fucking door down to see if anyone's home in the places I want to go. And that's what you want to be doing too. That's what you want to be doing too, folks. Now, your reviews, I should say, we shouted about reviews, continue to flood in. And I'm so grateful for them as they really do help to keep me producing this free resource each and every working day. So please, please hit me up with a subscription and a review if you're getting value from the pod and I'll keep shouting them out. Here's a recent review from Jacob Laners titled no BS approach. I love Gavin's no bullshit approach. He tells it how it is. So motivating. So thank you very much uh, for that, Jacob. And I want to give a shout out for an event I have coming up here on the 27th of June um, from 7pm to 9.30pm in the Bullet Hotel, which will be addressing uh, two areas. Firstly, um, it's a speed mentor event. So uh, firstly, uh, and it's hosted by myself, yours truly, uh, two areas. Uh, firstly, how to develop an unstoppable mindset. And secondly, how to set guerrilla goals and then deliver them. The numbers are restricted to 40 only. 40 people um, were approximately about 60% sold out already. And we've just launched the event. Now, the event's on Eventbrite. But hit me up on my social channels, LinkedIn, Insta, Facebook and Twitter. And the links are pinned um, to the top of my pages or on my bios on each of those. Now, this is a great opportunity to get exposure to someone who talks the talk but also walks the walk. 
um, and also to meet other like-minded people and to start to build a network that can help you grow. This event will sell out without any shadow of a doubt. All my events do. So do not delay and leave yourself disappointed. Now it's over to you for the rest of the day. I'll hand the bat on back to you for 24 hours and then we'll reconvene in 24 hours time for another batch of secret sauce. What you do in those 24 hours is your choice. But please make them count. I'm a man on a man.